Hey everyone, welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the past few years, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member, Legacy Annual Pass holders, and Disney Vacation Club members, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland and Walt Disney World history and trivia, and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disney journey with you. This This is is Magic on Main Street. They savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hello. Hello. Hey, everyone. Did you see me mouth? I'm panicking. Yes. What were you panicking about? There's something in my eye. Uh, I wasn't ready for the to come in on the song. I was. It just stopped. Oh. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the show. Um, it's episode like, I don't know, like 34. One trillion. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Two of... It's an episode. Woo! <laughs> but it's a special episode. It is. We've got some really fun stuff ahead because we're talking about... Dun, 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 dun. Avengers Why, you Campus. Why you do that with your arms while you sing? Oh, I don't know. Did I do something weird? <laughs> yeah, you were like... Oh, like the chicken dance? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Avengers Campus today, but um, just, <laughs> I guess I should probably introduce us. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And uh, we are the Magic on Main Street hosts, if you didn't know. I hope you know. I hope you're not starting here. Or actually, do no, I hope you are starting here, because... Yeah. I panicked because there was something in my eyeball, and Sean did a weird dance. I know you can't see it. So but. this is our show. Uh, with us, as always, is our buddy Daniel, Kenzie Lee, and a special guest Ooh. are here, and the mascot of the show, Scar the Kitten. He's outside being a menace. A menace to the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're so excited to, to be back. We had a heck of a week. Heck yeah. of a couple weeks. Yeah. Not fun stuff at work. Yeah. Just, I mean... Weird life updates. Devastating and hopeful. Yeah. Starting a new career. Yeah. I am. I'm not. You might be. I don't know. Who listens to this? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Just kidding. Or am I? All right. Well, let's get to the show. Uh, Kaylin, can you uh, bring us in? Get this show back on track? Magic on Main Street Podcast. Perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street Podcast. For when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street Podcast. Sean and Tabitha will be right back. They're back. We're back. We're back. Welcome back, everybody. Um, yeah, we've got a we've got a fun show because we're talking about Avengers Campus. But first, let's do some shout outs. 
First, to all of you graduates out there, congratulations. Congratulations. You braved the weirdest two years of school history, I believe. Seriously. I don't know. I'll have to check the history books. But yeah, it was a weird year. So congratulations on your graduation. Congratulations. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, hate, I hate myself for doing that. Um, yeah. Uh, also, a lot of birthdays. So many birthdays. Yeah, a lot of celebrity birthdays. Speaking of Avengers Campus, Captain America himself, Chris Evans. Happy birthday. America's butt. America's butt. <laughs> uh, Neil Patrick Harris celebrates a birthday this week. Paul McCartney, Zoe Saldana, Roy O. Disney, Aww. and Mindy Kaling. But more importantly, our friends. We've got friends having birthdays. Uh, we missed one, which, sorry, buddy. Josh, we... I met him at Mad Tea Party like years ago. We were Eons. dancing and having fun. And yeah, uh, Kimmy is his girlfriend and she just celebrated a birthday too. We talked about her last time. Yeah. Happy birthday, you two. Uh, Kenzie's grandma, Joanne. Happy birthday, Happy Joanne. Happy birthday, Joanne. We love you. Our good friend, Ellen. Boring. <gasps> Ellen. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. You're one of our favorite people. Our old pal, Blake Moo. The mustache of a god. (laughs) I've got a pretty good mustache. He's got a, when he grows He has an award-winning mustache. An award-winning mustache. And last but certainly not least. Or least. Or, okay, let's, it's least. (laughs) He's last. Patrick, happy birthday. (gasps) Street Team Patrick. Street Team Patrick. Patrick is uh, one of our executive producers. It doesn't mean anything. It's... (laughs) It's a title. It's a, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> uh, no, but he's he's one of our most best friends in the world, and he is such a great inspiration and uh, just a big supporter of the show, and we love you and very much. And a wonderful much. friend. I hope you hear this on your way to work and smile or cry. You know, I hope you cry. I hope you cry. Maybe you cry. Cry. Do all right, right but now. to all of our friends, here's your song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Josh, Joanne, Ellen, Blake, and Patrick. (laughs) You didn't even try. (laughs) To you. Oh. I got tripped up on the first name. Happy birthday. Woo! Happy birthday to all of you. You're the worst. This is not my thing. Like the actual. The worst. The worst. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> oh, because I can. Um, all right, so uh, that's all of our shout-outs for the week. Let's get into This Week in Disney History. It's time for This Week in Disneyland History. We talk about things that happened in the past. Like 1928, when Walt Disney's trademark application for Mickey Mouse was filed with the United States Patent Office. Oh my. Oh my. I'm so dancey tonight. <laughs> I'm a ball of energy. That song is a weird one. You know, I hated it for so long, but it's just, it's starting to grow on the me. The first time Daniel sent it over, I was like, that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's real. All right. There's a lot this week in Disney Parks history. In 1956, Disneyland debuts Tom Sawyer Island and the rafts to Tom Sawyer Island and Frontierland. The film 3D Jamboree at the Mickey Mouse Club Theater the story look the, the storybook land canal boats attraction in Fantasyland and the Disneyland Skyway. 
1958, Disneyland's Columbia ship opens on the Rivers of America. It's a full-scale version of the first ship to carry the American flag around the world. It actually was built in large part from the plans for the HMS Bounty of mutiny fame. Disney's shipbuilders couldn't find plans for the original Columbia, so they relied heavily on those of Captain Bly's ship, which had similar dimensions. It cost $300,000 to build. Fowler's Harbor, named after Admiral Joseph Fowler, who helped to build Disneyland, is also officially opened on this day to dock the new ship. A dedication ceremony takes place with Fowler and Walt Disney himself in attendance. I didn't know that about the ship. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, I did. I had that memorized. I didn't read that. I said it from memory. Oh. Yeah. Uh, 1959, three major attractions are christened at Disneyland on this day. There's a lot opening over the next three years during the summer. Uh, the Matterhorn, Submarine Voyage, and the Monorail. Hmm. And then in 1963, the Enchanted Tiki Room, the first attraction to feature audio animatronics figures patented and first developed by WED Enterprises, opens to the public. I miss the Tiki Room. In 1967, the Club 33 restaurant, for members only, opens at 33 Royal Street in New Orleans Square at Disneyland. Yay. I love that place. Mm-hmm. I want to go. Hey, if anybody wants to take me. Us. Oh, yeah, Tabby, you can come too. Asterisk. Us. I don't want to ask for like two people. That's a lot to ask. Well, then take me, not him. He's been more than I have. That's I've only true. been one time. Yeah. In 1971, the All American College Band performs for the very first time at Disneyland. The All American College Band, made up of musicians from colleges all across the United States, uh, they're coming back. They are? Yeah. They, uh, they were, I saw a picture the other day on Instagram of them practicing. <gasps> How exciting. Mm hmm. It's funny, I, I sometimes I write in the script things that I think I would say out loud, and then I read it, and I'm like, I'm not going to say that. You're like, that sounds scripted. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. Band is made of musicians from colleges all across the United States, and they're going to be back soon. What great timing! You would never say that. I would never say that. Anyway. 1972, the Main Street Electric Parade kicks off at Disneyland for the very first time. Ooh. And then it debuts uh, this week also in 1977 at Walt Disney World. Wow. Crazy. Uh, 1974, Disney World's Hoop-dee-doo musical review dinner show debuts in, <laughs> debuts in Pioneer Hall at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Created as a college workshop summer production only, guest response will be so positive that Walt Disney World Entertainment will continue the show with a permanent professional cast at the end of the 1974 summer. It's still not open. And it's still not open. Hmm. I don't know if it's coming back. Like ever? Yeah. That's, that's something what, that what? That's what the, that's what people were talking about when we were there in November. That they had been planning on tearing down that area for a long time and this gave them the opportunity to just shut it down without a big uproar. Oh, I think they'd still have a big uproar. I don't know about that cause it's been quite some time. I so know, but people love that thing. I know, but if it's already closed, then it's already closed. There's nothing they can do about it. Let's not pretend like we don't know Disney fans. Yeah, but... We, know we all know fans. that the those weird petitions and stuff aren't going <laughs> to pop up if the if the area's already been flattened. Yeah, well. In 1985, Videopolis, a high-tech nightclub-style outdoor entertainment venue, opens at Disneyland's Fantasyland. And this is now where the... Uh, it's at the Fantasyland Theater, um, over there by Toontown, kind of. That's where they do Mickey and the Magical Map now. Well, not now, but you know what I mean. It's um, not coming back either, right? I don't think so. I think they... Close the curtain on that one. That makes me so sad. I hope not, but that's that's last I heard. Too many um, things. If you want to hear more about Videopolis, we actually did an episode on uh, Disneyland 
raves and rock shows, I think mm-hmm. is what we called it. Um, we talk all about Videopolis. And so, yeah, go listen to that one. It's a good one. Good time. In 1993 at Disneyland, the motorboat cruise located on the border of Fantasyland and Tomorrowland, opened since 1957, closes permanently. I was going to say motorboat. Yeah, I remember this attraction. So I don't have, a, like I said, I don't have a lot of old memories of Disneyland because we just, we didn't go a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I do remember going on the motorboats with my dad. Really? Yeah. It's really weird. Hmm. Yeah. In 1995, a bronze statue of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse called the Partner Statue, you'll recognize that, is installed at the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. It's identical to the statue created by artist sculptor Blaine Gibson, first installed at Disneyland back in November 1993 to celebrate Mickey's birthday. Aww. It's a, such an iconic statue now. It's crazy to think that it's only been around since like 93. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In 1999, the computer-controlled sign that welcomes guests to the main entrance of Disneyland's parking lot is removed. It's the site now (laughs) that was absorbed into the new California Adventure area. Uh, And this was actually only the second sign to greet guests at Disneyland uh, in the 44 years that it was open up to that point. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. All right. Fast forward up to 2008. Fireworks, dancing, and parachuting skydivers welcome Toy Story Mania to Disney's California Adventure at the attraction's official grand opening in Paradise Pier. And then in 2010, World of Color officially debuts at Disney California Adventure Park, a spectacular display of water and special effects. It features more than 1,000 jets of water, which form incredible shapes in time to music, allowing Disney characters to come to life on a shimmering veil of mist. I always forget how new that is. Yeah, it's, I feel like it seems like it's been around yeah. for decades. Yeah. yeah, but I do miss it. I do too. In 2012, an expanded and spruced up Carnation Cafe debuts on Main Street USA in Disneyland Park, and Disneyland Resort caps off its one billion dollar renovation of Disney California Adventure with the public opening of Cars Land and the new Buena Vista Street. In 2014, sad day, Captain EO closes at Disneyland. I do miss Captain EO. It was a good show. It scared the crap out of me when I was a kid, but I love it. (laughs) And then last but not least, in 2019, Toy Story 4 has its world premiere at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood, California. That was 2019? Why does it feel like it's so much older than that? All right, that's it. (laughs) That's it for... That's it for this week in Disney history. Up next, the news. This just in. Breaking news. News, news, news. All right, everybody. This is good news. And it's bad news. It's uncomfortable news. It's uncomfortable news. So COVID ended. (laughs) It's just gone. Yeah, apparently. Um, Yeah, so everything's getting back to normal at the Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World. No social distancing, limited masks. uh, So people are kind of going crazy about it. In both ways. Yeah. Well, here. okay, first thing, as soon as everybody knew that that was happening... Harbor Boulevard was just wall-to-wall people. People thought that just because the mandates were lifted, that that meant that they were also lifting reservations that day. So they thought they were going to walk up, buy a ticket, and walk into the park. Which, friends... Don't be dumb. Come on! (laughs) Don't be dumb. (laughs) Come on! If Disney World, with how open they are, still has a reservation system, Disneyland is going to keep that for a while, too. It's just, it's crazy to me. And I don't mean to dog anybody, but... You know, I'm in a lot of Disneyland groups Don't and the assume. questions, the questions that come up, I'm just like, how do you just use common sense? Yeah. 
Oh boy, it was it was a mess. The pictures were kind of frightening, but it turns out you know they turned away a lot of people because they they do have reservations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parks were still uh, at limited capacity, um, and yeah, it, it's it was crazy. I don't know about capacity for downtown Disney. I don't think that is limited. I think it's up to the stores to determine their in their inside capacity. Right. But I don't know. So. <laughs> I get we made it, I guess. Hey, I don't feel great about it, you know? Like, no. I have okay, so let's get real for a second. I literally just had a conversation with somebody about how I have and probably a lot of us have PTSD from the last year. I'm not just gonna like get over it and like be okay with people being like on top of me. It's gonna take a long time. Well and I've said before, like I don't like people near me anyway. Yeah. I mean, forget about COVID. I I don't like when people are too close to me. Yeah. It, yeah, it's not fun. I just, I, I'm going to be very paranoid and very like uncomfortable for quite some time. Cause I don't want COVID again. That was not fun. No. Yeah. Um, because, okay. So, so the, the technical rule is no mask at Disneyland except for on the toy story bus. Um, and some indoor areas. If you if you're vaccinated, vaccinated yes. if you're unvaccinated or if it's if you're unvaccinated, you're supposed to be wearing a mask. If you're under two or vaccinated, you don't have to be wearing a mask. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just they're not, you know, that said, they're not checking. So, yeah, you know, I've already heard like horror stories of people like in Disney groups, like overhearing what people have said about like not being vaccinated, but nobody's able to tell if I heard that I would turn around like, excuse me, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm just nervous. Yeah. I'm over. I'm over it. Let's just, I don't know. Let's never talk about this. I don't want to talk. I don't know. Um, I'm real uncomfortable. Yeah. it It's so awkward to talk about COVID now. It always has been. So we'll just give you the facts. Just the facts. If you want our opinion, ask us on Instagram. Park reservations are still in place. Park attendance is still being managed by the reservation system, so you don't have to worry about it being overcrowded. Folks, listen. (laughs) I'm in a lot of Disneyland groups, and the questions people ask... A lot of the questions people ask, you can get this information on the Disneyland website. Mm -hmm. That's what I am... I'm looking at that instead of our outline for the episode yeah like face facebook groups um (laughs) they are not my facebook is a constant stream of just when should i go to disneyland when are the parks gonna be what when's a busy day when is it not busy go to disneyland.disney.go well one people can't predict the future (laughs) and two go to disneyland.com that's where you're gonna get the most information or come listen to us yeah i don't don't know it's (laughs) If people had just done a little bit of research, they would have known that Disneyland was still upholding their reservation policy. And so, you know, most of those people got turned away. So people were freaking out like, oh, my God, the parks are going to be so busy. No, they still have capacity issues. Mm -hmm. They still don't have a full staff. And so, um, you know, if people had looked at the website and gotten some information, they would know that Disneyland still has the reservation system. So. Tons of people got turned away. The parks were just as normal as they have been over this time. So I guess what I'm saying is do your research, mm-hmm. you know, and or listen here all the time because we'll tell you what you need to know. Yeah. 
stop going to Facebook and asking the same five questions over and over. Yeah. Uh, good news. Disneyland Hotel is reopening on July 2nd. Yay. Um, they'll have COVID guidelines in place um, in accordance with the public health and government officials for Anaheim. Um, obviously, there's going to be stuff that's still not open, restaurants and things like that, because they still have that staff that they need to start bringing back on. But now the hotel's opening. Yay. Um, so for this episode, since we are talking about Avengers campus, we're trying to keep everything Avengers related, but we wanted to get you an update on all the COVID updates because it's, there's just, I don't know, it's, it's, there's a lot to know, Mm -hmm. but there's not really a lot to know. You just, you know, bring a mask. If you need to wear it, wear it. If you don't go to Disneyland, check the website. If you're going to Disney world, check the website. It's going to have a lot of updates for you on things that are opened, things that are required of you. As of right now, it sounds like Disneyland and Disney World, the only time a mask is required for everyone is on their transportation system. Right. Close quarters. Yeah. Other than that, just use your own judgment. Use common sense. Use common sense. And please just stay away from people. Mm -hmm. Ugh. I still maintain that. I hate when people are around me. Just don't touch me. Ugh. I know. I don't want your germs on me. Anyway, I think we've beat that horse to death. Mm -hmm. It was already dead. Um, up next, merch. Let's talk about merch. Let's talk about a bunch of cool stuff. Let's talk about merch. Merch. I love that song. That's a good song. It makes me happy. Yeah. It's like birds in the background. (laughs) That was a good whistle. So... Again, we're talking about all Avengers all the time. We are now a 24 hour Avengers channel. No, I'm a superhero now. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, you are actually. We have, I was recruited, we have the gear to prove it because we were recruited at Avengers Campus Mm -hmm. and we helped. Well, I won't give give it away, but we helped save the city. I think we need to give a little bit of a preface. If you don't want to know anything about Avengers Campus, this is not the episode to listen to. No. We're, there's going to be spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't want to know something, skip to the end and we'll sing you a pretty song at the end. And yeah. It still counts as you listen to most of the episode. So here's your chance. We're counting it down in three Spoiler Two, zone. Spoiler one. zone. They all Spoiler die zone. at the end. <gasps> no, that's not what I was going to talk about. Okay, so there's a lot of merch to be bought at... So um, much merchandise. Oh, uh, merchandising. They did a really good job here. Mm-hmm. Um, I We walked away with... Actually, we sh- uh, w- go check out our Instagram. Uh, we're, we have a picture of our haul of the day. Uh, all the... <laughs> crap we bought so much it was a lot um we we i i <laughs> i was very excited to pick up a web slinger and also a spider bot that those are the two things that i really wanted to to grab mm-hmm. um <laughs> i hadn't looked into any of the merch before we got there aside from this like i i knew there was gonna be spider bots but i didn't know like what that all entailed. So when we got there and you were like, I really want to go get a web slinger. And I was like, yeah, 
<laughs> let's go get one. I yeah. had no idea what that was. So uh, I'm going to read this from my our blog, magiconmainstreet.com slash blog. Hashtag magiconmainstreet. <laughs> um, so... With the immersive nature of Avengers Campus comes a new merchandise integration with the new Web Slingers attraction. You can purchase web shooters both inside the land and in Stage 17. They function in two modes, Attraction Mode while riding on Web Slingers and Home Mode. The Attraction Mode will actually change how you play the game. For instance, there are web shooters that use electrified webs or you can use Iron Man's energy blasts while on the attraction. While in Home Mode, the web shooters have limited functions like lights and sounds that play on activation. There are several models of web shooters, Spider-Man and Ghost Spider, that fire electric webs, along with Iron Man and Rescue Repulsor Blasters. I got an Iron Man blaster. Which one did you get? I got a Ghost Spider web slinger. Yeah, so what's yours do? Electric, um... No, 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 in, in play mode. Electric? No, what, is it, what does it physically do? Oh, it shoots a web. It shoots a web. <laughs> I was like, it, yeah. I'm telling you what it does. So these things come in two pieces. So you can get just the, um, what is it called? Uh, I guess it's just a web shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. So you can get it without the attachment. So the mm-hmm. attachment is the Spider-Man, Ghost Spider, uh, Iron Man, and Rescue. You can get it without those things. So it's, uh, how much is it? $24.99. $24.99 for the web slinger. Uh, and that will give you three webs on the attraction, but it doesn't do anything else. It, it just doesn't have a plan. your webs. Yeah. So if you get the attachment, which is, like I said, Spider-Man, Ghost Spider, Iron Man, and Rescue, those attachments cost an additional mm, $24.99. Oh, wait. Web Slinger is $29.95. The attachments were $24.95. Right. Because it was a... About 55, about 60 55, bucks. 60 bucks a person, uh, with the attachments. So when you get Putting the attachments, I know she, we're idiots. <laughs> Cause um, it wasn't just me and Sean. No, it was got, me and Sean and Kenzie and our nephew, Jameson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was an expensive day. Uh, but yeah, so you get these attachments and those are the, those are the pieces that actually have the play mode. So the Spider-Man and ghost spider ones actually shoot a little web and it's really cool. And it has different, um, audio options for the web too. So there's just a regular web slinging mode. And then like for mine, which was the, the ghost spider or spider Gwent, whatever it is, it, mm. when you switch it, there's an electric mode. So that right. audio is completely different too. Yeah. And you can change the colors on that one. Yeah. Yeah. With the Iron Man and Rescue ones, uh, it's got an energy uh, repulsor, repulsor blaster. It's a repulsor blaster. Um, and so when you, you know, imagine Iron Man, he puts his palm out, it, it activates and makes a noise. Uh, it makes a noise and lights up. So it looks like you're Iron Man shooting a repulsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it also in play mode, um, you can actually, uh, it's got these training balls that come with it. There's yes, three little, little foam like, balls yeah, foamy. and the repulsor actually blows air. And so you can kind of hover the little ball over your hand. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool, but or you can have people throw it at you and you can pew. Yeah. Or you can pew it, but hot tip. If you have one of these on a hashtag hot tip on magic on main street (laughs) podcast, uh, if you, if if it's a hot day, which it's, it's going to be a hot day, 
the fan is actually not bad for mm-hmm. like cooling off your face. Mm-hmm. I was using it all day to, to blow air on my face. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about what these things do on the attraction uh, a little bit later. So they've got these cute little spider bots. Kenzie got one. Um, they You purchase them in the red and blue theme. Mm-hmm. Um, it's They're just, just traditional a, yeah, spider traditional bots. Spider-Man. Um, but they have... Uh, some skins you can get. So these little things, they're, they're remote controlled spider bots. They, you know, move left and right, forward and backwards. Uh, and you can actually battle opponents and they have, um, a pretty cool feature where when they get beat, like their shelf flies off. They self-destruct and it'll yeah. count down to self-destruction. Yeah. Like a, uh, like a rock'em sock'em robot. So it'll go self-destruct in three, two, one. And then it just goes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> So, um, but you can customize these things with tactical upgrades, uh, that change the overall appearance of the spider bot and enhances their spider bots battle capabilities. And it kind of like, cause I feel like they have their own little attitudes. They do. Yeah. It's kind of like the droids. The the skin changes its attitude. Exactly. So think of this as droids in galaxy's edge and the personality chip is the skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so they have iron man, black widow, black, uh, black panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp. So Kenzie got the Wasp skin, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty cool. We'll put up a picture. I want Black Widow. Yeah, they're really cool. Then they've got like these cool Spider-Man goggles, uh, Spider-Man web slingers that look just like the ones from the movie. Really cool. Funko Pops, T-shirts. They've got a backpack for the Spider-Bots. They have all kinds of cool stuff. And if you don't want to break the bank with the $99 Spider Bot yeah. with the additional priced skin, which I think that one was twenty four ninety five. Twenty four ninety five, yeah. Um, they do have little mini bots too that don't come with a remote control. That's what uh, our our nephew ended up getting because he just wanted a little one, and you just press the little button on top, and it, it walks around. Yeah, <laughs> it's very loud and obnoxious. <laughs> now you can get this uh, this merchandise in a lot of different places, all throughout the park. Way, yeah, a all lot over. of kiosks. Yeah, so if you want to get a web slinger, you can find one before you even get into Avengers Campus um, at the entrance, or over in St- uh, Studio Seventeen. The they have lot. an entire, I mean, the entire store now is Marvel. Mm-hmm. So it's got everything we just talked about and more. Uh, and it's not, it wasn't busy when we went. No, not at all. We walked right in. There was no line. There wasn't really that many people in there because I'm not, they're not really advertising that there's stuff back there. But when you get in there, they have so much stuff and they have really cool props. A lot of like the, the, the pim particle affected, um, like the big pretzel and a big like pingo doce soda can. Um, a lot of really cool like photo opportunities, but then there's like premium merchandise. So they have the collectible statues that are hundreds Amazing. and thousands of dollars. Yeah. They have um, what? Which suit? The mock? Uh, which, uh, which suit was that? The they had a full size seven thousand dollar Iron Man suit. <laughs> yeah, it's a life size Mark uh, Mark three collectible statue for eight thousand dollars. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, but it looks awesome. Listen. If I had an extra eight grand just laying around, you might catch me with this thing. Just chilling in our living room. Well, yeah, because it lights up and stuff. Like, it's it looks real. <laughs> it's awesome. But, yeah, they have a lot of cool statues. Um, a lot of cool statues. Yeah. They have a replica of um, Stormbreaker. Oh, and they've got a, um, 
in addition to the statue, they've got a, a real like electronic Iron Man helmet. And that thing's only like 130 bucks. We should have got that. No, we should not have got that. I mean, sure we should have. We don't need to keep adding clutter to our already cluttered lives because yeah. we have too much merchandise. Too much stuff. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, I was looking for something in the garage and I found uh, Madame Leota sippers. We got Madame Leota sippers? Yeah. When? I don't remember. Oh gosh. That's I know. Bad. See, that's bad. That's it's so bad. It's really bad. Oh, it's so bad. I forgot we even got those. Uh, but so Studio 17 is a great option because, you know, it's 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 kind of out of the way. It's uh, not a lot of people in there. No wait time. And they have tons of merchandise. Gambit. Yeah. The big Gambit statue. Yeah. I that like that cool. one. Uh, they, have, they have tons of options in there and the collectibles you're not going to find in Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus, the Web Slinger store is, or I'm sorry, um, Web, web suppliers, suppliers is, it's cool looking, but it is tiny. It's very small. And they have uh, one outdoor kiosk there that has some shirts, some jackets. I got a really cool, like Avengers, like, like a athletic zip up. Yeah. That is really cool. Uh, they have pins, um, cups, stuff like that, but it's not a like large amount no. of merchandise very, that you're going to find there. Very small. So I would recommend going to uh, Studio 17 before you go into Avengers Campus. That way you can stock up before you go in. Yeah, because they even had like the the dresses that you can find in the Disney dress shop in yeah. um, at the front on Buena Vista Street and also in downtown Disney. They had like the Avengers ones that they've made um, there too. They also have the DTEC screens in there so you can make a cool Avengers yeah. Marvel um, phone case. Yeah. Or a mouse pad. Or a mouse pad. You can make mouse pads. Do people still use mouse pads? I don't know, but apparently you can make them. That's fun. Yeah, so tons of merchandise. You're going to find all your Marvel favorites in, the, in, in one of the stores, but definitely check out Studio 17. That's my hot tip. Mm-hmm. That's two hot tips. Wow. For merch. You're on a roll. I know. All right. Wait, one oh. more piece of merch. Oh, one more piece of merch. They have new gauntlets. It's not the actual gauntlet that is a sipper that's filled with a beverage. The new gauntlet holds a cup. This is a hybrid food and merch because it's, it's actually pretty cool. We got one. We got two. <laughs> we got two. And you know what? My Yeti fits in it. Oh, gosh. I know. It's crazy. So I might be walking around with the Infinity Gauntlet. If you see me walking around with my Infinity Gauntlet, mind your business. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get those at a few of the food carts. Um, yeah. The one that I saw that had the most stock was the one on your way to Guardians. It'll be on your left-hand side, right by where uh, the Fast Pass station used to be. Yeah. They also have them over by um, the, Hyper <laughs> the Hyperion Theater. Mm -hmm. um, one of the carts over there has them pretty well stocked. And even the one in the campus mm -hmm. was, you know, I didn't see a shortage anywhere. Mm -hmm. they're, <laughs> they're selling a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. They want to keep those stocked. Up next, Hidden Mickey with the Kid. It's time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere, Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello. Hello. Hi. 
Okay, welcome back to Hidden Mickeys with the Kid, and this week we have a special guest. We've got our buddy Jameson. Hey, Jameson. Hello. How are you? Good. So Jameson got a chance to go to Avengers Campus with us this uh, for the opening weekend, and uh, what was your favorite part? My favorite part was meeting Spider-Man. Meeting Spider-Man. Do you remember yes. any of the things he said to you? Well, I remember he he complimented my hat. Yes, he did. He also he also said that he also complimented our web shooters. Yeah, because we got the web shooters. Yeah. My favorite part of the whole thing was definitely the ride. The ride, web slingers. Yeah. Yeah. What about um your favorite character interaction? Um, Loki. Yeah, Loki yeah. was pretty cool. Um, yeah, super exciting stuff. It was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Saw a lot of really cool things. Um, ate a lot of food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Jameson is joining us this week because he actually found the newest hidden Mickey in the parks, which is over in Avengers Campus. So do you want to tell everybody where you can find this new hidden Mickey? So you can find this hidden Mickey in the mess in front of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Yeah, so there's a new thing with uh, Mission Breakout. It looks as if it's been transported here by magic, and there's a little bit of residue uh, around the building. Yes. So so we're calling it, what, Space Goo? Yes. All right. So uh, kind of, where did you see it at, right? Around the front gate. Kind of by the fast pass entrance, right? Yes. Yeah, so if you're kind of off the sidewalk, um, you'll be able to see what Jameson's talking about. There's a very perfect little Mickey head in the cosmic goo. Yes. Yeah. There are a bunch of other hidden Mickeys, but they're not really hidden Mickeys. Not quite. Not quite as perfect as this one. Yes, they're deformed. They're a little (laughs) deformed, yeah. So, yeah, very cool. How did you find this hidden Mickey? I was just looking at the floor, noticing it for the first time. Yeah. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh. He looked down and just found it right away. Right away, yeah. I didn't notice that was there before. Yeah. It's all brand new, yeah. Yeah. Just transported, fresh off the the cosmic belt. Well, I don't know. (laughs) All right, cool. So right in front of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, in front of the Fast Pass entrance, look down into the cosmic goo, and you'll you'll find a very perfectly shaped Mickey head. Yes. All right, that was an awesome one. Thanks so much, Kenzie Lee, and thank you, Jameson, for finding this awesome new hidden Mickey. Well, I'm so glad that you're able to join us on our adventure into Avengers Campus. Thank you yes. so much for joining us on the show tonight. You're making your debut on the podcast. So thanks so much for the Hidden Mickey, and uh, we'll see what happens next. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Talk to you soon. Up next, food. Disney food. So much freaking food. We ate. Oh, my God. We ate so much. I'm still full. And just when we thought we were done... We ate a little bit more. It was, I I had two. I had two shawarmas. Hang on, I'm gonna count this list: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Set. We ate slash drank seventeen items that day. That's a mortgage payment. <laughs> 
<laughs> we ate so much. We ate so much food, and I was literally sick the rest of that day. So I had such bad heartburn. Let's run through. Let's run through what we had that day. Okay. Okay. We had the quantum pretzel. We did, which is a gigantic pretzel. A four hundred and fifty-three point eight gram Bavarian pretzel. What does that even exact. mean? It's it weighs four hundred and fifty-three point eight grams. I know what that. What do you means. mean? What does it mean? How, like in in stupid American. There are friends that we have that listen to this podcast that are bakers who bake in grams. That's why they have kitchen scales. I guarantee... Let's do a poll. I guarantee you I know, nobody knows what 453.8 grams is. I bet is. you I know one person who does. Okay. Besides damn. <laughs> How would you know? That was my <laughs> hidden gem. <laughs> How many pounds is that? Seven. No, it's heavy. <laughs> it's big. It's huge. Uh, but it comes with sharp cheddar beer sauce and mustard. I thought it was a fantastic pretzel. I, I didn't need the cheese. I don't typically like beer cheese. It's just not my thing. I love I love mustard though. So I I ate a lot of pretzel. We we went we, we went all, to town. We went hard. It was basically like the each one of so like I said there was four of us. It was basically like each one of us had a regular size pretzel. Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. So we also got the Proton PB&J Punch, which is a Minute Maid lemonade with peanut butter and strawberry flavors, PB-infused whipped cream, and PB pretzel spheres. The pretzel spheres, on point. Heaven. The beverage, kind of weird. Yeah. The peanut butter whipped cream, I don't like whipped cream. And I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was, it was, it's different. Jameson loved it. Yeah. You know what else Jameson loved? He loved that PB3 Superb Sandwich. He did. Which is warm peanut butter and jelly with banana candied bacon on Pim Particle Bread with... A micro banana smoothie. Oh, that's right. That's what that was. Uh, And crispy potato bites. So the sandwich was fine. I love... One of my my favorite sandwiches of all times is peanut butter and banana. You throw the bacon in there, it's... It, I mean, think just think about it. Yeah, it was <laughs> just rich. It was rich. I didn't dislike it, no, but I, I couldn't eat a whole it. one. No, no I way. could probably eat half of a half a sandwich. Yeah, uh, but before it had, I was like, I need something salty. Yeah, <laughs> but it looked really cool. The bread is like swirled with like different colors, mm-hmm. so it looks like you know labby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then um, I think my favorite thing. Well, I have two favorite things. I have a favorite food and I have a favorite drink. You do. My favorite drink there was the Pingo Dose. It's so good. It. I wish they had it everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> so and, and they, they had a zero, they had a zero option. Zero version of it. So for anybody that doesn't want a bunch of sugar, so it's lemon lime soda with a vanilla kick. It's it's. People kept saying cream soda, and it doesn't taste like cream soda. I understand why they were saying cream soda though, because of the le- the lemon, sure, the, the vanilla, the vanilla, <laughs> sure. But it does. So if people say, "Oh, it's just it just tastes like cream soda," it does not taste like cream soda. Trust me, I love cream soda. It's a it's a distinct flavor, very distinct flavor, <laughs> and it's distinctly green from Avenger lore. Do you know where it came from? Where it came from? Where Pingo Dose was was mentioned? No, uh, original original Avengers, Hulk. Hulk. He worked in the Pingo Dose factory in South America. Is that real? Is that really what it is? Yeah, I guess. I yeah. just green and green. Yeah. So, um, actually, so uh, the story is in that in that version of the Incredible Hulk, um, he bled into a can mm-hmm. of soda, 
or a bottle of soda bottle. Anyway, he, he did, he got a drop of his blood in it. And so when it went out, uh, people were getting like crazy powers. Oh yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I want to read that. Read it. it. Is it a comic? No, it's the movie. Oh, you said in the original story. So I thought you meant like the comic book. I've never seen either. No, I've seen the Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo, but it was I, the one I with Edward Norton. I didn't see that one. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's from their lore, and it's a delicious drink. I liked it a lot. I loved it. I had so many in that day, so many. Um, what was your favorite drink? It was probably. Are we counting alcoholic beverages? Sure. Then it would be the experiment. The experiment was pretty good. The experiment was delicious. I really like mango margaritas. That's mm-hmm. probably my go-to beverage. If I see it on a menu, that's what I'm going to order. Mm-hmm. And that's what it reminded me of. It was tequila, Minute Maid lime juice, mango and habanero syrups with mango popping pearls. It was spicy. I kept, so my throat kept feeling like it was irritated, like like it was dry, like I hadn't gotten enough water during the day. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out why. I was like, what is going on? It was because of the habanero syrup. Yeah. It was leaving that like lingering after. Mm-hmm. The afterburn. <laughs> I couldn't taste it when I was drinking it, but it was that that after. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was delicious, but it was spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We also got the not so little chicken sandwich, which I think is kind of like the most photo worthy food item. It's a very Instagrammable food. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's a giant chicken patty. On, like giant, like giant, like, a like think of like two chicken fried steaks. Yeah. Or chicken fried chickens, I guess. Yeah. Um, two of those on a mini bun. So tiny. With coleslaw. <laughs> it was, Kenzie loved the coleslaw. I mean, looks wise, amazing. Nice of you to join us. Scar says hi. Scar's here. (laughs) Just come to terrorize us now. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks wise, amazing. Mm -hmm. Taste wise, it was good. Yeah. Not practical though. The bread becomes really irrelevant. Yeah. Kenzie ended up, because that was her like late night dinner, like, we got uh, a last minute mobile food order. So she was cutting like little piece or she cut, ended up cutting a little piece off, flipped the top bun over and just put the chicken on it and like ate it like an open face sandwich. And then she just ate the rest of the chicken around it. So I'm going to give another hot tip here. Hot tip. This is something I made up and we haven't tried it yet, but it will work. I promise it will work. So get a knife, cut around the bread Make yourself a little chicken sandwich, and then you share the rest as like chicken tenders. That sounds like a good idea. I know. I know. Because the sauces on it are really good. It's a teriyaki sauce and a chili pepper sauce. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, red chili sauce. I didn't. Li- I don't like slaw. You don't. So I that one I also did not like. But you like the chicken though. But I liked the chicken yeah, a the lot. The chicken was great. It was. It has delicious. really good flavor. I mean, for for like a fried chicken, like a fried chicken patty, it mm-hmm. was great. It was delicious. And, and there's a lot of it. All of the sandwiches come with the crispy potato bites, which are just tater tots, and they're delicious. I yeah, love they tater were good. tots. 
Um, what else? Um, let's go down the list here. The Caesar salad salad. with the colossal crouton. So the colossal crouton is a piece of ciabatta bread. Focaccia. Focaccia bread. Sorry. (laughs) Not chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. It's just, it's a big square of focaccia. It's really tasty. It's delicious. But you're not getting like a crouton. But it's not a crouton. No. I was really hoping it was a large crouton, Tabitha and you know is a I was crouton maniac, and so I, crouton when I, connoisseur is yeah, what I like to be. When I as. tasted it, I was like, "Ooh, that's not a crouton," but it was bread. Looks wise, it's a colossal crouton. It's really good. Kenzie devoured that salad. I had a little bit of a beef with it because it's, um, you know, it you don't get it at a sit down restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know, it's all quick service. Mm-hmm. The pre- the preparation of it, it's hard to eat. Because it's hearts of romaine. It's hearts of romaine. So it's basically like getting a wedge salad. It's a fork and knife salad. And, you know, some people were sitting on benches eating. Yeah. Like, you know, a, a lot of the designated food areas are benches. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not a lot, but... A Quite a few. People are eating on benches. Um, and so it's, you know, it's definitely a two-hander salad. So mm-hmm. you need a place to sit. So don't get the salad if you don't have somewhere to sit down. Because it's it's a little bit tough to eat. But it was delicious. I loved it. Yeah. The only thing I didn't love about it was the pickled onions. I didn't eat that. I don't, I don't do pickled onions. No. And I don't need that in a Caesar salad. I'm a purist. Yeah. Oh. It also comes with Kalamata olives. Mm. Which, those were good, but I don't need those either. Sure. But... I liked it. You know what we all liked, and it lasted us pretty much throughout the day? What? <laughs> the Choco Smash candy bar. Yes. The thing is huge. It's enormous. It was the size of a ruler. It was 12 inches long. Yeah, and it's basically a brownie. Yeah, so it's brownie, nougat, caramel, peanuts, and then it's all covered in dark chocolate. Yeah. It was good, though. And if you don't eat it, it comes in a nice little wrapper you can just tuck in the edges. If Man, you we're eat just enough full of, of it. Hot tips. If you eat enough of it, you can tuck in the edges. Because when you first get it, it hangs over that candy wrapper about two inches on each side. Yeah. So bring a friend. I might be exaggerating the size of this, but I feel like that's how large it was. No, it was, it was huge. It was the size of my foot. um you got you had the banana smoothie i didn't even taste it i got a full so the sandwich came with the the micro banana smoothie so i ended up getting uh jameson and me each a full-size banana smoothie i love banana smoothies that's like one of my favorite things and it's really good it's not overly sweet which is nice right um okay let's talk about um no not yet Okay, my favorite food item in Avengers Campus, and actually my favorite food item at any of the stands across the Disneyland Resort. This is big words. Dang. Because my favorite, all-time favorite, was the chimichanga. For always. And I hate to say it, but move over, chimichanga. (gasps) Shawarma's in town. Oh, dang. (laughs) The shawarma palace (laughs) chicken shawarma wrap was... Oh, it was heaven. Sean had two. I had two of them. Oh, that no wonder I was so full. Yeah. Uh, this thing is tasty. It's tasty. The good thing it's called New York's tastiest. Hey. Um, so it's it's wrapped in a nice little 
very uh, <laughs> pliable. Soft. <laughs> What's the soft. Let's go soft. <laughs> a very soft pita bread. Um, the chicken is just perfectly seasoned. It comes with a um, a garlic spread inside uh, inside of it, but then it also on the side has a on the side it has a coconut yogurt tahini sauce. Um, I didn't particularly need it. I don't like tahini. I do, and it was it didn't really add to the shawarma. It mm-hmm. was just good on its own. Good enough to have two. Uh, they also have a vegetarian option. It's a uh, impossible victory falafel. It's a plant-based falafel and cauliflower wrap, garlic spread, hummus, and the yogurt on the side. I'm not vegetarian, and I don't ever choose vegetarian options. I, I just I like to eat meat. This thing was pretty good. The cauliflower, not my jam. No, no, but the falafel was great. I don't. Yeah, I I I've only had falafel at one other restaurant and it's our go-to Mediterranean restaurant in town. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, if you have an opportunity to get a chicken shawarma, get one. You're not going to eat anything in that land. That's better than that item. Sorry. I will beg to differ. What's yours then? (sighs) Mine would Mm -hmm. have to be the little tiny Terrence treats stand. Mm. across from Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. They have two dessert options at that little stand. They have the Cosmic Cream Orb, which is a cream puff with a whipped raspberry cheesecake mousse. But they also have the Sweet Spiral Ration. Mm. So weird. It's very weird. This treat is very weird. Because you look at it and you're like, oh, it's a spiraled up churro that was dyed green. Looks fun. Mm-hmm. And then you bite it. Mm-hmm. And it tastes like a Dole Whip. It, it tastes like a Dole Whip. My brain could not compute. Yeah. And it's nice and warm. They serve them hot. So they serve the, the cosmic cream orb cold. And the sweet spiral ration hot. Mm -hmm. It was so good. Like, I felt like I was getting the best of both. I felt like I was eating a churro and I was also eating a Dole Whip. And those are the two things that I always want. And I make myself decide between when I'm at Mm -hmm. Disneyland. And I didn't have to decide. Um, And the kids really, really loved the, the cosmic cream orb. They were obsessed. And then they were like mad over who was going to end up getting more of what was left of it. They okay, didn't want to so, share, and they were purple. <laughs> I have beef with these kids because I hadn't even had a bite yet, and they had torn this thing to shreds. Oh, yeah, it was a mess. You, you didn't end up getting a bite of it, did you? I tasted you? it, yeah. Oh, you did. It was good. It, I liked it, but it, I liked the, the the sweet spiral ration more. Oh, gosh, it was so yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's a Dole Whip in... In, um, in churro form. In churro form. Yeah, it was crazy. And it's green. And it's green. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it confuses the mind. I was not expecting the flavor. No. All right, let's talk about alcohol. Oh, we haven't done one of those yet. Because we didn't introduce Danny. Yeah, we did. I did. You didn't say Dino Proc. I didn't say Dino Proc. Dino Proc Proc 95 on Instagram. Just splice it. (laughs) All right. Um, 
Alcohol. Alcohol. They have a lot of it. They do. And it's all pretty good. We So we ended up getting all three of the cocktails, which was the Honey Buzz, the Experiment, and the Particle Fizz. They also have variations of the three of those that are beer cocktails. So yeah. they incorporate beer into each one of those in a certain way. We didn't get those ones. I'm not a huge beer drinker. The beer selections that they did have that were part of those beer cocktails, none of them were really your favorites, were they? No. So we just didn't the get those. The beer float, yes. Yeah, but you ended up trying that beer without the float. I know that beer. I drink it all the time. Yeah. But those three cocktails were all really good. I already explained what the experiment was. Sean got the honey buzz. Oh, yes. It was so good. So I don't typically like gin drinks, but uh, it was gin, lemon juice, and honey syrup with a honey straw, and it tasted like summer. It reminded me of like a, a lemon tea, and yeah. I don't like gin either. Yeah, no, gin it was really good. Me out. It was delicious. It was very refreshing. I would, I would order that next time. I would get an experiment yeah. and a honey buzz. Yeah, check out the honey buzz. Really good. You already talked about the experiment, the particle fizz. You, I hated. You it. hate the particle fizz. So the Particle Fizz is the uh, Endless Summer Hard Seltzer. It's a, a Pog Seltzer, so Passion for Orange Guava. Which I didn't know was a thing until that day. Pog? Mm-hmm. That's, I had Pog juice in that cocktail that I got at Kona Cafe at Disney World. Yeah, you said it. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I just went, yeah, Pog juice. Mm. So Passion for Orange Guava. Okay. Um. Sean doesn't like that seltzer. He thinks it's gross. Oh, I like it. It's refreshing. It's like feet. It's refreshing. It All does right. not taste like You can like have it. it. I mean, just, you know, I don't want any. Fine. I don't want to give you <laughs> any anyway. Um, and then that has the cherry pearls at the bottom. So it's basically just a seltzer and they threw some some popping boba at the bottom right. of it. Uh, and then I got the pint size pints mini beer flight, which was pretty cool because it comes on a uh, enlarged ruler mm-hmm. uh, as a tray. Um, and then each one of the pint glasses has been shrunk down to almost shot glass size. So yeah, it's a nice little, little mini beer stein. It's a flight. Um, yeah, little beer steins. Really cool. Um, it comes with um, Endless Summer Heart Seltzer, which I don't like. We just talked about that. <laughs> uh, Elysian Brewing Space Dust IPA. I don't like IPAs. Um, but, you know, if I had to drink one, it was good. And then Slow Brewing... Cali squeeze blood orange, he- blood orange Heffenweizen. Um, I was really stoked to see some of these names on there because slow brewing uh, San Luis Obispo, it's a staple in that community. Um, and then the last item on this list is the garage brewing marshmallow milk stout, which was my favorite of the flight, but it's something I've had. It's something I've had, a, you know, dozen times. Uh, I love that. They're a Temecula local. And they're a Temecula, Temecula local. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So really enjoyed that. And you get to take home the ruler and little steins. And nobody was sure if we were allowed to. We weren't the only ones that were holding on to it. Like, do we get to keep this? Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> confusing because it doesn't seem like you would take it home. Yeah. Um. So we asked a cast member, we're like, well, do, do we they're get to like, keep these? Yes. I felt like really cheap <laughs> yeah. when I asked. I was like, do we get to keep these? Or? <laughs> but it was a cool little souvenir. Yeah, it was really cool. Um. So yeah, all of the alcoholic beverages were great. Um. But if I had to pick a favorite in each category, a drink... A food, 
and an alcoholic beverage, what would yours be? Mine would be, so, non-alcoholic drink, the Pingo Dose. Uh-huh. Um, food, the Spiral Ration. Mm-hmm. And the alcoholic beverage, the experiment. Okay. So I too choose Pingo Dose for my, my beverage, my non-alcoholic, my non-alcoholic, uh, obviously the shawarma <laughs> and the, um, honey buzz was just heavenly. That was really good. It was really good. I really enjoyed that. Uh, but, uh, those are all served over at, um, the Pim's tasting lab and, couple cool things over there. So they have the snack molecules that you can eat with your your alcoholic beverage. It's like a bar mix. It's a bar mix, but with a couple like it's odd weird. flavors and, and textures in there. Um, it, it's not the same as what you find in Oga's Cantina, but it's like along the same lines Similar. of like they just wanted it to be like unique, you know? Yeah. Um, and then. So it's it's mini pretzels. Right. Honey roasted peanuts and sweet and spicy popped sorghum. And that's the one I didn't like. It's weird. It's yeah. a weird flavor. It was in a weird texture. Too. I love spicy. I love sweet and spicy. That spice was weird. Yeah, it wasn't like a hot. No, it was just like a stab your tongue <laughs> spice for a minute. You know, it was, it was weird. It was weird. Um, but yeah, what was it? Oh, um, but in addition to the snack mix and the alcoholic beverages, they have a very cool uh, beer pouring system. Yeah. So we actually, I wanted to see this in real life. So I went and ordered a beer. Um, and they, uh, they basically put a cup onto this platform and the beer fills from the bottom up. It's so cool. It's crazy. Uh, we'll put up a video on our, um, on our Instagrams mm-hmm. at magic on main pod. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag. All right. So I hope that you find your tasty treat in Avengers Campus. I know it's going to be the shawarma, um, but I hope that you make your own. Not everybody likes the shawarma. What uh, the shawarma is great. How dare you for oh, one? Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, lots of great food. Uh, we tasted it all just for you. Not because we know we're... it's your guys's favorite part. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Not because we have no control of our eating. Anyway. All right, so that's food. Up next, it's events and entertainment. Entertainment, events, entertainment, and events. Woo! Entertainment, events, entertainment, and events. Entertainment, events, entertainment, and events. <gasps> entertainment and events. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> the gasp. Um, we didn't give a shout out to our buddy Cameron yet in the show. Uh, that song and the others that sound similar <laughs> were done by our buddy Cameron James Parker or at Cameron James Parker on Instagram. He's got an awesome Disneyland themed album that he put out and all of the songs are magical. If you want a sampling, go over and listen to our episode. We did an interview with him or just go over to iTunes, Apple Music, I guess. <laughs> How old am I? Old. Go and download the MP3s to your MP3 player. Um, head Lime over. Wire. <laughs> Give your computers 3,000. Download viruses. a torrent. Uh, yeah, so head over to Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music. Yeah. All the places. It's called The Happiest Place by Cameron James Parker. Mm-hmm. Anywho, events and entertainment, Avengers style, 
I can't license the song. It's really expensive. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so, entertainment's a little bit different in Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. Because Avengers Campus is the most immersive experience you'll find at any theme park. It's like ever, an open anywhere. world adventure. It's, you're, I mean, you're on the campus. Mm-hmm. You know, you're walking around with Black Widow and Captain America and Black Panther. Loki. Loki. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, so, to start things off, I'm going to start with this one because I love stunt shows. Mm-hmm. I was so excited about Galaxy's Edge because I heard there was going to be a stunt show. Never came. Yeah. Then COVID. Still don't know when that's happening. Avengers Campus kicked it off right away with a stunt show that they do up on the the balcony of uh, Avengers HQ. And it features Black Widow and Black Panther fighting against the new villain from the Black Widow movie coming out next month named Taskmaster. Mm -hmm. And Taskmaster's goons. Taskmaster. Masters goons. That's a tongue twister. That is a tongue twister. Um, So yeah, they do a a nice little fight up on the balcony. It's amazing. It's it's so much fun. The scripting is great. The action is fun. Um, Really good time. So that was just for me. It was one of the first things we saw entertainment wise, besides just characters walking around. And I was thoroughly impressed. Really cool. Really cool. Really cool. If you can find out what time that's going to start, and if you can somehow line up getting your lunch at that time and eating outside of the um tasting lab pim yeah pim test kitchen Mm -hmm. um it's like the perfect spot to watch yeah you can see everything yeah and honestly because of the way that avengers hq is positioned there's not a bad spot to watch but if you want to sit but if you want to sit down absolutely um another really good one uh this is probably this is, I think this is my favorite thing about Avengers Campus as far as the entertainment goes. The Doctor Strange show. Yeah. I wasn't expecting what we saw. I wasn't either. So I had seen like, you know, we had, we had watched the preview on the, the Disney YouTube and all that. And so I knew that there was going to be like the, you know, him going through a, a portal. You know, I, I knew that. I expected that. But it turns out it's a, it's a magic show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's prop magic. And the way they did it was just so amazing because first, Doctor Strange comes through a portal. Yeah. And it's awesome. The scripting was fantastic. And the show was great. I mean, it's it's kind of hokey magic, you know, pulling a staff out of a little bag. Like, it's hokey. But cute, the way they positioned it, like, it's... You don't look it's, at it as like, oh, magic. this is a hokey magic show. It was like... Holy Doctor crap, Strange Doctor Strange is doing, is doing magic. magic in front of me. <laughs> it was really cool. Um, very, you know, it's interactive. It's got... Um, and the Sanctum is beautiful oh, as it is. the Sanctum is a Day gorgeous and area. Yeah, really pretty. So, uh, highly recommend if you're going to go watch the Doctor Strange Magic Show. Um, <laughs> it's not called the Doctor Strange Magic Show. 
That's not what it's called. <laughs> that was just my note. Please, I know, I know, I know. I, I keep saying it too. It's not called the Doctor Strange Magic Show. <laughs> I wish. Uh, if you can go and encounter Doctor Strange at the Ancient Sanctum, uh, highly recommend doing it towards the evening hours. Um, they don't do it at night, but the closest you can get to sundown, the better. I think it's like a 6.30 show. Yeah. It hasn't made it into the Disneyland app yet, um, but they are starting to add shows, it seems. Mm-hmm. They've got the awesome dance party of uh, over at Guardians of the galaxy so take a look and check the app just in case they add it in between now and the time you go but um you know you can always just kind of hang out at the sanctum uh people start forming a line because it's disneyland one person stands somewhere so that means 20 people are going to stand behind them (laughs) so you know there will be a line so if you can kind of time it to where it's towards the end of the day and uh there's a show leaving you can go get in line and, and get in it's it was a great show uh it's it's standing room it's you don't sit down or anything mm-hmm. um but yeah really cool the coolest part for me at avengers campus was being able to watch okoye and the dora milaje do a demonstration on what it takes to become part of the dora milaje it was awesome They start from one end of the campus over by the tasting lab Mm -hmm. and they, they do a show and they march to kind of like the, the center. It's almost an amphitheater. Yeah. It's like the, the center of the campus. It's like a little outdoor amphitheater area and they, Okoye gets up on, on the steps and two members of the Dora Milaje are, are down below and they just kind of talk about what it means to be. Dormelage and they teach you like a chant and different moves that you can do. And it was really emotional. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was because, you know, they talk about like being an ally and, and mm-hmm. you know, what it means to come to the aid of somebody in need. And like, it was just, it was a good message. Yeah. I was really a big fan of that. And you get to see a Koye. And you get to see a Koye, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, but, uh, we put up a, a picture on our blog, um, and I wrote a little bit of a blurb, uh, based on the, uh, announcement video that they did on YouTube. So the Dora Milaje will be highlighted with an all new training experience. Dina Selenow, show director for Avengers Campus was heard saying that it was really important to us that it was authentic and there's a feeling of human to human connection. Uh, yeah, so during the interactive show, guests will have an opportunity to answer questions asked by the Dormelage. Selenow added, Okoye has these interactions with our guests that will only happen once and will never happen again because it's earnest and in the moment, um, which is so accurate. Yeah, they, you know, they bring people up to talk to them, ask questions, mm-hmm. engage with them. Uh, with this training comes the responsibility to take up arms with these warriors when they need us. And she said, being a hero like them is achievable. We're orienting a new generation of warrior allies, so if the time comes that the Dora need our support, we're there and can answer that call to action. So just a really cool story and you know, a great interactive um, show, I guess. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say it's a show. It's, it's just it's a cool experience. It's like a, cool a demonstration. Yeah. Uh, and they do some, some, uh, some dances. They do some... Uh, Techniques with their staffs, and it's it just really cool show all around. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I know, I know, I said Doctor Strange is my favorite, and it, I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. But my other favorite <laughs> is uh, the Spider-Man interaction. It's so 
different than anything we've ever seen. Yeah, and I've seen people on Facebook like, does anybody else miss the time where you could just go like to a room and meet the characters? And no. I'm like, no, not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. Because here's what you don't get when you go into a room to meet these characters. Spider-Man. Spider-Man makes an entrance above the Web Slingers attraction. And he's telling a story. He's doing a little bit of stunts and, and uh, testing out his new suit features. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man leaps from one building to another. And then scales a building and then (laughs) comes down and does a meet and greet all within one chain of events. I mean, it's all at the same time. It's so crazy. It's not like you sit and wait for, you know, a show and then the show's over and then you wait for Spider-Man to come out. Like it's all one seamless interaction Mm -hmm. where you see him up above, he scales a building or he, he, you know, he flies across the building. Well, first he's just like chilling and he's talking like out loud and then he does like a couple stunts yeah and then he falls like the goof that he is yeah and then he tries out his big stunt oh it's which awesome. friday's like i don't know if you're gonna be able to do this <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's the coolest thing and uh you know spoiler alert uh we we've talked about this before and it's everywhere um they have the most unique animatronic ever yeah with this spider-man uh, there's a, it's a stunt robot. It flies from one building to another and does tricks in the air. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy, right? It's <laughs> like how I saw it and I'm like, there's no way that's not a person. Yeah. People were convinced People that it was are a person. Convinced that it's a person, a human being. I was like, did you not watch the Imagineers? And story? also, do you think Disneyland's really going to throw a person? someone in the air? <laughs> not going to do that. But it was one of the coolest experiences. And then, you you know, then after uh, Spider-Man comes down from scaling the wall, you can do a meet and greet with him, take pictures. You know, it's it was so cool. And he's Spider-Man in person was Spider-Man from the movies. Like he Spider-Man is Peter Parker. His personality was just spot on. It was so He's good. so stoked to see you. Yeah. Like that's, hey, everyone. That's, that's the only hey, word guys. you can use to describe it is he's so stoked. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we walked up and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? You guys got those web slingers? Oh, my God. He's like, did you check out the ride? <laughs> you got Mr. Starks. It was just, it was the coolest thing. It was, it was really cool. Um, and the area around there, around web slingers, um, was really neat because the attraction is all about spider bots and you look around around the attraction and there's spider bots like stuck to the walls with webs everywhere. Mm -hmm. Just really cool little touches that make that place just so interactive and so unique and so immersive. And I just, I had a blast, Mm -hmm. but we're going to talk a little bit more about the attraction and a little bit more in our, uh, we're going to continue this conversation about Avengers campus. So give us a second and we will be right back. covered basically everything except for a key like a few key points 
to the land and like our 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 overall thoughts. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about some of the processes and how to get around best and then I kind of want to end off talking about the attraction because yeah. it's a new land, it's a new attraction, just want to be able to talk about it a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um first, let me just say we stayed at the Grand Californian for this trip. Mm-hmm. And if you've never stayed at a Disneyland property, there is something so magical about spending an entire day in the park tired, beaten down, a little bit broker than you left. <laughs> and being able to just walk to your room. Yeah. It was, I never want to not stay there again. <laughs> yeah. Every you know? Disney trip I go on, I want to stay at the Grand because you you didn't have to, like, it never felt I like never you left. I never left. Yeah. Like, I didn't have that emotional feeling of, like, when am I coming back? Because when I exited the park, I stayed yeah. in the air. Like, I... It's different than leaving the park and staying at a nearby hotel. Yeah. So here's a couple things to know. So first, getting a boarding pass for web slingers. That should be your very first thought that morning. You don't even need to worry about being on harbor or being near the parking structure. Just wherever you're at. Stay in bed. We're going to crush some dreams on this segment. Don't get there so early. There is no reason. There are people getting to Harbor Boulevard entrance at four in the morning. That's ridiculous. Listen, people, there is nothing you can gain by getting to the park that early. Getting getting to the parks before seven, I think, is just so irrational. You're not going to gain anything. You're just going to stand in line longer. Don't be that guy. You don't need to be there at four. No, it's just don't. I would urge everybody to just not like listen to the hype because there's a lot of hype going on around the new processes and what you need to do. Do not get to the park before like, I mean, if you have to go early, early, get there at six. Yeah. But do not get there at three, four in the morning. That's crazy. It's crazy. Um, That said, uh, there is a boarding pass option for web slingers. It's the only way you can get onto the attraction. Mm -hmm. So you have to get up, you know, Try to get a virtual boarding group by 7 a.m. or by noon. It's not like it was when the boarding groups first started for Rise. No. As long as you have a reservation linked to your pass, you are eligible to start yeah. trying to grab a, a boarding group. And this is another one of those where there's a lot of hype around things right now. Like, listen, you're going to hear terms these days, which is just so funny. Like, there's a world clock method. That's not real. And a, a pull down method. That's also not real. It's all just ridiculous, folks. Like all, all you have to do is have your phone open by like five till and yeah. just refresh every once in a while. Mm-hmm. When your phone clock and people are going to fight me on this because they're like, oh, the, the world clock is the most accurate. False. Most people are using Apple devices and they have the most accurate clock within five milliseconds. Mm-hmm. So don't. Don't download an additional app to look at a clock. Don't be weird. Just don't be weird. It's just, it's very weird. So, uh, the world clock method is look at, look at, when it changes to seven, you go and pull down, but that means you have to go to two different apps. Just stay in the Disneyland app. And when your clock changes your, in the upper left corner, when your clock anyway. on your phone changes to 7 a.m., pull down one last time to refresh it and it'll pop up. Mm-hmm. Listen, we have not gone. There's been one trip that we haven't gotten a virtual queue. Yeah. Just one. Mm-hmm. And it had nothing to do with a world clock. It had nothing to do with some weird method. 
Don't listen to the buzzwords going around. All you have to do is just use the Disneyland app. Yeah. It's a lottery, everybody. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot of broken hearts these days, but the fact is they can only handle so many people. And this is yeah. the easiest way they can do that. Yeah. The fairest way. People are claiming, oh, it's not fair. And if your tickets are linked in this way, or if you have your annual pass legacy pass holder thing, it's it glitches. It's all don't listen to it. It's not true. None of this is true. They're all buzzwords and it's all false. Use the Disneyland app. When your clock hits seven, pull down. That's it. That's all you got to do. Enter your information. Make sure the passes line up. Submit it. You'll be good. Or you won't. And you got to deal with it. That's just how it is these days. Um, Until things go back to completely normal. um, These are the ways that we are going to live. So bottom line, use the Disneyland app. Don't worry about anything else. Easy stuff. Let's talk about getting into the land. If you have a boarding pass, it's going to be a lot easier to get into the land, obviously. Right. If you don't, it's not the end of the world. All you have to do is get into the standby line. Yeah. And if it's you are, it's going to be hours long, it's going to be long. Uh, no. And, and that's the thing, like no matter what you do, even if you have a boarding group, like you still have to wait in a line because when you get your boarding group, you essentially have to go into the land to go on your, go on web slingers. So you're going to be standing in lines and honestly it's, you know, it's Disneyland. So be prepared for it. Wear a good hat, put on some sunscreen, uh, drink a lot of water. There's not a lot of shade in the land. No, the, no. And, and the, the, the attraction queue is very unassuming. We can talk about that more later, but there's not a lot of sun so, or not a lot of shade. Um, so make sure you're drinking a lot of water, but, uh, there's really those two ways to get into the land. You mm-hmm. either have a boarding group and that allows you in, or you wait in the line. Uh, there have been some days, but I'm going to say, don't take this as a, as you know, the law of the land. There have been days where they've allowed people in if they had a um, a food a mobile order uh, ready, but that's not guaranteed. So I would not change. And from that. what I've heard, it was only on that first day. Yeah, they so haven't let anyone in since. If you hear that, you no. Know, if you get food, you'll be let in. You'll be really disappointed. Yeah, because so. they're still going to put that hold on your card. They'll end up refunding it if you don't go and pick your food up because they have to type in your mobile order number in order to get the transaction to fully clear. So if you make the mistake of not listening to somebody or listening, because the app will tell you right away when you try to put in an order that if you place a mobile order, it does not guarantee you admission into the land. Right. Yeah. Just, Um, just don't, don't rely on that. It's not a reputable thing. No, but speaking of mobile food orders, um, you know, they, it comes in super handy, uh, but it's one of those things where, uh, it's kind of iffy by day, so you may want to check it first thing to see if they have times available. Um, they go very this. fast yeah. when they first release them. It's kind of like the MaxPass situation where they'll release additional mobile order times based on the crowds. Right. So you could look at the app one second and it could say that there's zero available, you could open it or refresh it again and it could say that there's one available for an hour or there's one available right then and there. So they they release them sporadically throughout the day as well. But you don't have to just rely on the mobile food order lines. No, you can go standby line. Which they were long. The 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 test kitchen was long. The tasting lab wasn't very long. That one had a much shorter line. Right. 
Which you would think it'd be opposite. Usually the alcohol lines are longer. I don't think people realize. I don't think so either because it's really kind of tucked to the side back there. Yeah, because the entrance for the tasting lab is closer to like heading to Guardians. Right. And it doesn't, it's not as huge of an opening as the test kitchen is. Right. But if you don't get a mobile food order time, it's not <laughs> a, the, what? a mobile food order. <laughs> a, a, mo- a mobile food order time. It's not the end of the world. There's standby line, so you'll still be able to get food. Yeah. So uh, we had mentioned earlier in the merch segment, you should definitely head over to Studio 17 if you're going to be getting merch, just because they have a bigger selection and it's not a big, uh, not a big crowd. And the space is a lot bigger than Web Slingers, but we definitely recommend going and checking out Web Slingers. It's a cool store. Yeah, and you can get literally everything that you can get in the land at Studio 17, even the spider bots. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as far as the uh, the landscape, the design, uh, what were your thoughts when you walked in? I think it's really smart the way they put it together. Yeah. There's so much open area where they can expand upon, where they can add in those little shows that they already have. They can add so many more onto it, even just down to like the, what the, the truck that's there that they had like Loki and and Thor on for different meet and greets. Like they can integrate so many different things with that. I think my favorite like visual aspect of all of it is a tie between like the graffiti that's on the outside of the wall at where Spider-Man is and the sanctum. Yeah. Because the sanctum kind of appeals to all of your senses. There's, there's sounds there, the, the little bells that are like doing all across the top. Like it's, it's all just, it's visually stunning. Yeah, it really is. They did a really good job with the architecture and design and, you know, even down to the lighting. Um, in front of the Avengers HQ, it looks like a landing pad. It's got like the, you know, lights in the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the graffiti at Web Slingers, um, which you'll find a little hidden gem there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tagging was actually done by Miles. It was signed by Miles. So that's, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I walked in and I wanted to, pass out I was in a comic book Mm -hmm. it was so cool you know you walk in the first thing you see is the Avengers Campus logo which is just so like bold and powerful then you see Spider-Man and the the new attraction um, queue there's um, web suppliers Uh, the test kitchen was really cool Um, you know just everything you look at just is so unique and but also so familiar from the MCU. I mean, it feels like you're walking into a movie. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff. Um, I've and- seen some people complaining about it because they were saying that it wasn't as like obvious or I can't remember the wording that people were using, but they, they were trying to compare it to Galaxy's Edge. But I I think what people are forgetting is like Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be a completely different world. Yeah. And I've got, I mean, I've got my own beef with galaxy's edge. I love it. It's very immersive and it feels like you're on a different planet, but they're in a time capsule over there. Mm-hmm. They can't change any of the story, yeah. which the, the Avengers campus is already evolved because 
Uh, if you go there now, Loki at first, when we went that first weekend, he was wearing his traditional leather suit, you know, With horned helmet. Yeah. Uh, but now, since the Loki series has come out, he's wearing a variant jumpsuit from the show, and he's escorted out by um, uh, the TVA, TVA agents. agents. So, like, everything that's going on in the MCU at the time can be shown in the Avengers campus, and that's, like, such a unique experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean... And you get to meet all of them. You get to meet Black Widow, Black Panther, Captain America. Um, we met Iron Man. Uh, you see the Dormelage, Thor. You know what I would Loki. love for them to add? The Valkyrie. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Maybe they will. It's at the top of my mind because we just recently watched Ragnarok. Well, she's going to be in Love, <laughs> Love and, and Thunder, Thunder. So there's a possibility that we'll see a female Thor. Mm-hmm. We'll see a Valkyrie. If the theories about the Loki show are correct, we might see, you know, something, you know, a different villain from there. Like the, the, the capabilities they have to make that a real timeline in the MCU is, I mean, it's limitless. They Mm -hmm. can do anything there. So really cool, unique experience. Um, You know, I've seen the, the naysayers, oh, there's not enough to do, or, you know, it's, it's underwhelming. There's not, you know, there's nothing. And I'm like, well, I mean, look around. There's mm-hmm. so many things you can do. You can't do anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and like then our, our daughter and our nephew got to just like walk up and have a casual conversation with Loki and Thor. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was good. Where else can they do that? Right. And it wasn't like the, you know, go stand in line to meet this character to get a picture and then you leave. Like it was an experience. Experiences. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really respect what they did. Um, and, you know, the last thing I wanted to talk about was the attraction, Web Slingers. This incredible new attraction has a Toy Store Midway Mania vibe. Web Slingers uses new technology that tracks your body movements to allow you to shoot webs from your own wrist to stop the mischievous spider bots. When Peter Parker's helpful but otherwise buggy spider bots get stuck in replication mode and escape from a web workshop, Spider-Man must stop the rampaging robots before they wreak total techno havoc across Avengers campus. Problem is they're rapidly leveling up and becoming tough to beat your task. Hop aboard a web slinger vehicle and help weave a frenzied web to trap these friendly neighborhood sidekicks in true Spidey style. It's up to you to unleash your inner hero and save the campus from complete chaos. Really cool stuff. Uh, And there's no height restrictions on it. I mean, (laughs) I, I love the game attractions. I love Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters. I love Toy Story Midway Mania mm-hmm. because there's the, you know, there's the, there's the game portion of it. There's factor. competition of it. Uh, you have a chance of being the high score, the highest scoring in the car. You know, that kind of stuff is really cool to me. Um, so take that concept where it's kind of a game and interactive, um, but you're the weapon. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like you have to depend on the blaster or the, you know, the little cannon. Mm-hmm. You are the weapon. Uh, the, the technology they're using is tracking your body so it knows when you're slinging webs. I'm still convinced that Kenzie's was tracking my body and her body. And possibly. that's why she beat all of us. Yeah, possibly. Um, well, my problem was, so we had talked earlier about the merchandise that we bought. We got these, you know, the web slingers. I thought you had to like activate the the um repulsor Mm -hmm. but really you just have to throw your hands yeah and i thought i thought i had to keep pressing the button on my web slinger and my hand was cramping so bad yeah me too my wrist was hurting really bad but that's the really cool thing about these um 
these web slingers is they work on the attraction. So like we had said earlier, the Spider-Man and Ghost Spider web slingers will shoot an electric web. Mm -hmm. uh, And then the Iron Man and Rescue repulsor blasters um, will shoot, you know, energy blasts. Mm -hmm. Um, So really cool. And it so it is a pay to play, which I'm all for it when it comes with really cool merchandise and you can use it over and over and over. You can mm-hmm. take that thing every time you go to try to get the high score. Uh, but this one was a little bit unique because it's not on an individual basis. So you do get an individual score, but at the end of it all, you get a group score, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. So yeah. you still get the competition where you're like, Oh, how much did you get? But you get a, you get to see like what your team did mm-hmm. on the screen. So really cool. Um, it was, I mean, the, the animation, the, the visual, the, you know, it it was just, it was so amazing. It just, I mean, everything I could ever ask for in, in an attraction and the pre-show is done by pre-show is so cute. Yeah. It's done by Peter Parker. Yeah. It's Peter Parker. So Tom Holland came back to reprise his role as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man in the pre-show. And it's all about like the lab he works at. Uh, he created these, uh, spider bots that can actually replicate themselves and that's kind of the story of the show. Such a fun time. And I love that Friday is roasting him. Friday in that is too. roasting him. She's like, are him. you sure you don't yeah, want me to call an event? The whole time. <laughs> and it's the funniest thing. Um, but it's a brilliant attraction. Do I see this being like the next, like, you know, rise of the resistance? No, because no. it's not that kind of an attraction. It's, it's completely different. Uh, you know, again, it's more like Toy Story Midway Mania. So I'm hoping the lines go down for it and they don't need the virtual queue. At yeah, some what's soon. the initial hype? I, I understand the parks were closed for a year and a brand yeah, new land just opened right, up. Like it's going right. to be insane. Of course. Yeah. So I would assume, you know, and then there's also another attraction going in at some point that they, they kind of put on hold because of everything. I so, can't wait. Yeah, so you know, there's there's a there's there you know there's still a lot to do. We spent the entire day there. Yeah, we we only did a, in, we did a very little before our um, our boarding group was called. We walked in around one p.m. into yeah. Avengers Campus at one p.m. and we stayed in in Avengers Campus until nine p.m. when the parks closed. Right. No, we left there at like eight thirty, eight forty-five because we did a little bit of walking through That's right. the rest of the park, but. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed there for hours, but it was mainly because we wanted to be able to see what what the campus looked like in the day versus at night. Yeah. At well, night is beautiful. It it was gorgeous and I'm glad that we were able to see it in both regards because it's two different places. Yeah. It's two entirely different places. Um and I think it's worth to say um Right now, while they have everything kind of blocked off, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is technically the second attraction in Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. Um, as you heard in our hidden Mickey, uh, you know things are a little bit different over there, but it's mm-hmm. you know it's part of Avengers Campus, um, and so you have to be in Avengers Campus to go on Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, which people were mad about, but it's part of the about. land. You knew this was happening. Yeah. Oh, when. Extra thing we do need to talk about for the ride is the queue. The queue is really cool. It's it's shaded. There's a lot of fans. You'll you'll stay nice and cool in the actual queue. Yeah. The overflow queue, there is no fans. Think 
think Rise of the Resistance. Not Rise of the Resistance. Uh, uh, Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. The overflow queue that they Falcon. had that is like back behind where like it's usually cast member only areas. It's the same sort of thing happening in the queue for web slingers. Um, no shade. So be be prepared. They'll probably continue to have that open with, with how everything is looking. So it's going to be hot back there for probably about 20 minutes of, of the queue yeah, that you're in. There's some shaded spots because they have umbrellas out, but people are not being very kind with the umbrella use. <laughs> no, they're staying there for as long as they possibly can and basically saying tough cookies. Don't be a douchebag. <laughs> Anywho. You can find all this information and more of what we just talked about on our blog, magiconmainstreet.com slash blog. Um, we've, we did a little guide for you there. So check it out. Uh, if you have any questions, hit us up on Instagram or shoot us an email, friends at magiconmainstreet.com. Uh, lots to know, but we're here for you. We did it for you. So you don't have to do any guesswork. You just listen and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, um, I think that's the end of that segment. It is. It is. So... Up next, it's the quote of the week. It's time for a quote of the week. Putting words together that last forever. It's quote of the week. So, this is typically where we do a Walt Disney quote. But since we're doing the Avengers Campus episode, I thought it would be fitting to do something different. So... A wise man once said, Hi, heroes. This is Stan Lee coming at you. Want you to know, Marvel has always been and always will be a reflection of the world right outside our window. That world may change and evolve, but the one thing that will never change is the way we tell our stories of heroism. Those stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, religion, or color of their skin. The only things we don't have room for are hatred, intolerance, and bigotry. That man next to you, he's your brother. That woman over there, she's your sister. And that kid walking by, hey, who knows? He may have the proportionate strength of a spider. We're all part of one big family, the human family, and we all come together in the body of Marvel. And you, you're part of that family. You're part of the Marvel Universe that moves ever upward and onward to greater glory. In other words, Excelsior. We hope you enjoyed that one. So that wraps it up. That's it. It is. That's the Avengers Campus. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting us. Um, We are glad to do this and we're hoping to get to the parks a little bit more frequently. We'll see how it goes with reservations and all that. But we are doing a Walt Disney World trip at the end of July. So we'll have more to talk about there. Uh, Stay tuned. We're going to be talking about Walt Disney World and our experience over uh, the past couple months. Um, we're going to do a special episode with our friend Alvy about pin trading. So lots of fun stuff to come. Uh, we'll talk about Disneyland as much as, much as we possibly can. Um, but on that note, if you have any comments, questions, or anything that you want to share with us, email us at friends at magic on Also follow our Instagram. You can find us at magic on main pod. 
Become a Patreon subscriber for as little as $2 a month. You'll get early access and you'll never have to listen to ads. Find out more information at patreon.com slash magiconmainstreet. Also, please subscribe and leave a review. It doesn't take very long and we'd really appreciate it. I don't know why I'm talking like this, <laughs> but I am. Uh, it would be really helpful for you to leave a review. That way other people can find our show. Um, but yeah, uh, we're so glad that you could join us for this special episode. And, uh, with that, on behalf of Tabitha, Kenzie, Daniel, Scar, and myself, thanks for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Magic on Main Street, just like a churro, you're so sweet. Our time with you is such a treat. Spread the Disney love Thanks for hanging out with us On Main Street